Hello and welcome back to Lucky Jones Book Talk. I'm Ebony. I'm Amiri. And we have a guest with us today, my mother. Penny. Yes. <laughs> and so today we will be just chit-chatting. It's one of our filler episodes, but we're going to talk about books that we have recommended, will recommend, and books that we love. So, what would you recommend, Amiri? Just like in general? Just in general. In general. Okay. Yeah. So, I've already recommended the Untelling to You yes. by T.R.E. Jones. I'm actually making everybody read it because <laughs> I'm making you read it, your husband read it. I'm making my husband listen to it on Audible. That's true. That's true. And I've listened to it and I enjoy it, but we'll save that for another episode. Mm-hmm. It is like my number one book recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was really annoying my husband because I was like, okay, we're going to clean the house, but we got to listen to this in the background. <laughs> and he was like, we can't just play music. And I was like, no, you got to listen to the book. Mm-hmm. But I would like stop cleaning and be like, hey, do you like what you hear? <laughs> I like it. And he's like, it's chapter one. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, but like, do you like it? Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions I can answer them? And he's like, no, thank you. I okay. think I'm good. <laughs> what about you, mom? Well, I recommend the book The Green Mile by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting book and it's heartwarming. And uh, I recommend everyone to read that book. Right. Speaking of Stephen King, that's like one of your favorite authors. Oh, yes. My favorite. Uh huh. How did you get to, into him? Like, what drew you to Stephen King? Well, um, I've always liked scary, you know, horror movies, and I have watched a lot of his movies. So I was like, man, let me let me check out one of his books. And I think it was Gerald's Game. Mm. I think that's the first book that I ever read by him. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, I was hooked on it. I even uh, joined his book club. <laughs> they would send you a new book every oh. I think it was like every month you would get a Stephen King book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's really cool mm-hmm. I wish I could yeah. join a book club but all the authors that I like right now they're like new to the game mm-hmm. like um, recently I recommended you to read um, Within These Wicked Walls mm-hmm. and that is her debut book and the only book she has so it, it's just like, I want more, but she doesn't have any more books. Maybe you should start like a book club. Huh. Yeah. And you, know, and you can recommend like all yes. like the debut novels. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I would love to do that. That would make me feel like so empowered in a weird way. I feel like further on in like our podcasting journey, we could mm-hmm. like do like a Patreon or something and oh, like yeah. do like a book club with our Patreon members. Mm-hmm. Maybe do like a monthly or like every two weeks like zoom meeting where we all yeah, discuss the book that mm-hmm. sounds good that sounds like mm-hmm. a lot of fun hmm. so have you read any new books recently like newly out books just like or just like new to me new to you i i feel like i've been reading so much lately mm-hmm <laughs> Just because we do read a book a week. Yeah. And then I also want to read other books in my personal time. Mm-hmm. But 
you had given me a book for Christmas, and I had never talked about either one of these books. You actually gave me two books for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And there was one called When No One's Watching, and I can't remember the authors off the top of my head. And we're also not at my house, so I can't, like, run over and be like, huh, this is books. where it is, yes. <laughs> and then there was another book called My Sister the Serial Killer, and they were both really good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, the first one, When No One Is Watching, it's, like, a gentrification get out type story okay and it's really interesting it has like a pretty good plot i do feel like it falls apart a little bit at the end Oh no! but the lead up to it is so good that like you can kind of ignore it Mm -hmm. and then the other one is like my sister's a serial killer self-explanatory her Mm -hmm. sister is a serial killer Mm -hmm. and they're both really good and i think they're both pretty new books Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think they are too because I remember specifically looking it up and being like, okay, I'm going to get a Mary. Like, because I know that you love Slice of Life and you like true mm-hmm. crime. So that's specifically what I looked up. And I added Black Author. <laughs> and those were two books that I found that were newly released. I wish that I could look it up too so I can like give these authors a They're shout out. I can look it up. Okay. So while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about the newest book that I've been reading, which is not really new, and it's Firestarter by mm. Stephen King. Yeah. And I'm so excited because I've worked my way towards the end of the um, book, mm-hmm. where if you've seen the 80s version of the movie, I'm literally at the part where their lights shut out and... Rainbird is in the room with um Charlie and I remember watching it with you and we were like oh oh no I was really worried that something yes. really sinister was going to happen mm-hmm. and I was I was really stressed out I was like oh no Ebony why are you making me watch this yes but thank god nothing happened and let me tell you something nothing happened and I'm so happy we love to see it we love mm-hmm. to hear it <laughs> What about you, Mom? Are you reading anything? Um, I started reading uh, The Gunslinger. I think that's about seven books, but it's like encyclopedia books. Oh, I mean, thick. these books that Stephen King have are so thick. They are. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while to read them, and you know, with life getting in the way, mm-hmm. I'll put it down and you go back to it. And I'll go back to it every now and then. But that's the one that I'm reading now, The mm-hmm. Gunslinger. So I need to pick it up and start reading it again. It's just <laughs> I've been so busy with work and, like I said, life mm-hmm. in general. that I haven't been reading it like I normally would be reading it. Mm-hmm. You also told me you were reading The Help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's one I like too. But I'm reading uh see this is how I, sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. I get interested in one book and then I get interested in another book. <laughs> so here I am reading two books at the same time and mm-hmm. I think we can all honestly say that we've all been oh, guilty no. of that. <laughs> Cause I was reading Will Smith's book. Will. Did you ever finish it? No. And I literally stopped before the slap happened. And I felt bad. Because <laughs> I didn't want it to be like that. And it had nothing to do with him slapping Chris. 
it was the reason why I put it down. I just put it down because we started up the podcast mm. and we started reading all the other books That's and true. I just never got around to picking that one back up again. It's really funny because the first episode of our podcast, we recorded, I want to say the day before the slap. Yes. And you were like praising Will Smith. Like, <laughs> so like the book is so good. I'm reading and I love it. And he's really like, he's you grown. know, he's come so far. He's yeah. grown. And then the next night was the slap. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, oh. Uh, that did not age well. And I literally love Will Smith. I mm-hmm. really do. So when he did that slap, it took me off guard. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it was out of his character. It did seem out of his character. Mm-hmm. And I was, I thought it was a joke because I had fallen asleep. And Marlon came in and he was like, hey, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock on stage at mm-hmm. the Oscars. And I was like, oh, was it for a bit? Like it was yeah. like a sketch? And mm-hmm. he was like, no, mm-hmm. he slapped him. Mm-hmm. Like he made a joke about Jada and he went up there and slapped him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, it happened. What, what am I supposed to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever it happened, um, me and Carlos, we were watching some type of movie. I forgot what it was. And he was, you know how Carlos says, he gets, like, very animated. Yeah. So, I think I was laying up against him, and he, like, jerked, and I, like, had my head. And I was just like, oh, okay, what's going on? And then he did that whistle laugh. And I was just like, okay, it has to be super funny. And he was just like, we'll just stop Chris. And I was just like, no. For real? That's good television. See, <laughs> nobody believes it. Everybody thought it was a It was a joke. joke. I was like, oh yeah, they're both two funny people. They play yeah, it out. It's yeah. a joke. Mm-hmm. And then even when I watched the video, like I was like, are we sure this isn't a joke? It seems a little like... Animated. Yeah. yeah. I was exactly. like, it seems like they, they put this in there on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but no. as time went on, I... Everyone yeah. felt, um, figured out it was not a joke. Mm-hmm. He was defending his wife. Poor guy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he should have. I, I wish he could have handled it in a different way. I felt like he's been under that. a lot of pressure lately. Yeah. And I think being media to Jada is putting him under pressure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that has a lot to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, prayers go out to the family. Jada. I was like, not even the whole family. (laughs) Jada is fine. Like, nothing will ever face that woman. She is like such an iceberg. Nothing Mm. will ever face her. She handles everything in like this cold grace. Because, like, even her statement, like, after it happened, she was like, I mean, I didn't really ask him to do that. Yeah, I could not believe she did that. She didn't ask him to do it, but it didn't seem like she stopped him no. from doing it. Because, yeah. like, he was laughing at first. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's what made me think it was a joke because he was laughing at first. Mm-hmm. But then he looked over at Jada and she was not. And she was not laughing. She was not laughing. Then next thing I know, he got up out of his feet. And I'm like, is he going up on stage to say something? No, he went up there to pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I, I was more confused. I was like, so this is the Oscars and there's no security? Nobody stopped him from coming on stage? I guess because they... everybody, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm thinking nobody stopped them because nobody thought it would escalate. That's true. Would think that Will Smith would do that. Yeah, That's of true. all people. Of all people. No. 
no one would ever thought I would have never thought Will Smith would have did that. Mm-hmm. Never. And even after I read it on the internet, I still was in disbelief that I'm like, no, this it's not will. It's not will. Mm-hmm. My heart go out to the family and what they're going through. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can work things out. Hopefully. My heart only goes out to Will. <laughs> Everybody else is fine. <laughs> but other than that, other than me putting down Will, I did pick up another book, but I put that one down as well. And it's Birds of Prey. Birds that is prey. very wrong. That's not what it's called. That is not what it's called. It's Beast of Prey. <laughs> Beast of Prey by Ayana something or another. Mm-hmm. I literally have the book. I could go get it. We're going to have to like put in the description, like, here are all the authors. Of These the are the proper names. Sorry about being a human and forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> but I put, I like read maybe the first two chapters of that and I put it down. So it's just something that I think all readers go through. It's just like, yeah, yeah I was interested, but now I'm not. not yeah. Sorry. I'm really bad at getting, like, convinced to, like, read something because it's popular. Like, there is a book. It's called either The Love Song of Achilles or it's supposed to be, like, a retelling. hmm And everybody on TikTok loves it and everybody on, mm-hmm. like, Bookstagram loves it and they all recommend it. And they're like, I cried my eyes out. And I will intake any... It's called The Song of Achilles. Mm-hmm. And I won't take any media that's like, no, it's so good. It's sad. Mm-hmm. You're going to cry. You're going to want to like yeah. underline things and highlight things. And I know that you were cringing <laughs> inside. <laughs> this might be a good time to talk about how we treat books. Yes, it will be. Because I love to highlight a book. I love to underline. I love to mm-hmm. dog your page. I have never used a bookmark until I met Ebony. <laughs> Ever. Um, oh, my God. I, like, will write things in my books. And I'm like, oh, this is so good. I'm going to write this in my books. Mm-hmm. And so when I was telling this Ebony, she, the color left her face. Like, <laughs> she looked so disgusted. And I was like, what is going on? It's like, doesn't everybody You were like, like, no. You're like, that is not oh. how you respect an author's work. I was like, mm-hmm. I think they would want you to be excited about their work. And you're like, no. Yeah. Not and another page. <laughs> you're like, like, you're like, can you not get a journal? Yes. I was just like, definitely. Because my mom taught me. She was like, all right. Uh, if you no. ever get come across a word that you don't know, always whenever you're reading, have your dictionary next to you. Yes. Have a um, note, piece of notebook paper next yes. to you. Write it down. Write mm-hmm. down if you have like, hmm, I was thinking at this page that this will happen. Write it down. Mm-hmm. See if you were right. Yeah. So you remember that you were right. Yeah. See, my mom taught me that the best place to read is in the bathtub. <laughs> no. <laughs> so all of our books are like, you can tell we're like water has like gotten on the page. And yeah. like it's been too humid and like the book kind of swells mm-hmm. up. So, you know, we are from two different classes of thought. <laughs> yes. And I always make sure, because I've. I have never owned a bookmark until so Ebony mm-hmm. gave me, when she gave me my books as like my Christmas present, I was reading in the living room mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm going to stop and do something. And I flipped the book over mm-hmm. and just had it open and you were like, no, <laughs> you were like, you don't have a bookmark. I was like, I don't have a bookmark. <laughs> and you're like, hold on, I'm going to, don't flip that over. Turn it back over, please. I'm going to get you a bookmark. And I was like, I have never given a bookmark in my entire life. And I was so nervous when you let me like within these wicked walls because i was like okay like you have to get this like a pristine condition yes. 
Because I read at work on my lunch, and mm-hmm. I carry my lunch in my work bag, but mm-hmm. I carry my books in my work bag, and I was putting my the books into, like, a big Ziploc bag mm-hmm. and sealing it up, because I was like, I don't want any water to get on it, I don't want anything to accidentally spill, what if it rains? Mm-hmm. I was like, no. <laughs> and secretly, whenever you did hand it back, I did, like, <laughs> you did, like, an inspection? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I did. I was just like, I looked um, at the cover, and then, like, I looked around the seams, and I flipped it a little bit, I'm like, okay. This is how I left it. You're like, great. Great. Yeah. This is exactly how I should receive it. Yes. I take very good care of my books. Very good care of my books. I don't bend them. Let me tell you, I was reading this book. I forgot the name of the book, but that's, ne- that's neither here nor there. But I had a book. A friend wanted to borrow the book. So I let her borrow the book. When I got the book back, mm-hmm. she had, you know, Instead of getting a bookmark, she had bent the paper. I could not believe (laughs) the care (laughs) that she took with my book. Mm -hmm. I was—it's just like a level of like, no, you didn't. (laughs) I was shocked because I've never seen—I've never did that to my book. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that this entire time I was like, huh, I'm just is so different and like well maybe it's because like of school because you know how in school they lend you books and you're like okay you have to like examine it make sure it's not bent Mm -hmm. or damaged or anything no underlining or highlighting or you're gonna have to pay for the book i was like maybe that's the reason but then i remember my mother i'm just like "Mm -mm, no she definitely instilled that in me like i've never I, any books that I've had previ- prior to the books I have now, like mm-hmm. when I was living in Midland, I had a ton of books mm-hmm. and my friends would borrow my books too. Well, and we all are in the school of like highlighting certain things. Mm-hmm. And I had a copy of one of my favorite books in high school is The Fault in Our Stars by John Green. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that book passed around my friend group and mm-hmm. every time it came back to me, there were more like water stains, more highlighting, more oh, circling, dude. more stuff written in the corners. We'd write notes to each other about what we yeah. thought. And I was like, yeah, this is how a book is supposed to look. And now that I'm talking about this with people who do not do this, I would probably be like, that is my worst nightmare. Yes. That pains me. Yes. <laughs> you got to stop. I would literally look through and I'm just like, I don't know. No, thank you. Because <laughs> how I think that authors want you to read their books is like without other outside opinions, this is how they're telling you the story. Mm-hmm. And like, this is how you you are receiving it so you have your own opinions i feel like whenever you have other outlines and stuff it's just like am i supposed to look at this specifically for a certain reason is this altering how i'm taking in the work and stuff like that and so it's just like mm, no my I can opinion that is too. tainted <laughs> <laughs> i can understand that too mm-hmm like, honestly, in my mind, like, with you saying all this, I'm like, okay, so that means you need to buy two copies. <laughs> one you can lend out and one you can doodle in. And I'm like, <laughs> and you know what? I don't even, nowadays, because I read mainly on my iPad and, like, you can highlight mm-hmm. and stuff, but I could just take it out if I was like, Ebony, would you like to read some of my highlight on my iPad? Yeah. Because it would just undo everything and I'd be like, here you go. Oh, my God. Okay. And it wouldn't be that bad. Copy. But the books on my shelf at my house right now, they're not underlined and highlighted because I know you were expecting to open up the chain and be like, oh no. Like, this is going to be all types of underlines. No, it was in pristine condition. Yes. It looked like one of your books. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's because she didn't really care for this That's one. true. That's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, like, talking to you about it, I am actually very curious to see, like, 
this masterpiece that you've created with one of your books that you favor? I the next time I go home, I'm gonna see if my mom has any of my books in her storage, and I'm gonna show you because there's a couple books I know are like completely written up. Mm-hmm. And I have to mentally prepare myself to right. Like I'm like I don't know if you really want to see it or not. <laughs> like I feel like I wish I knew where my copy of like the notebook that I had in high school was because mm-hmm. I know it's like spine bent. Water stains, notes in the corner, highlighting, dog-eared, loose post-it notes. (laughs) I was like, yeah. I feel like post-it notes are acceptable. I can accept a post-it note. Okay. Because, like, you can just... Maybe post-it notes are going to be your, like, your gateway drug. Yeah, that's going to be the gateway drug. (laughs) Yes. So, is there any book from your childhood that you distinctly remember? Sticking with you? Uh, no. No. Believe it or not, I didn't start reading, getting really into reading books mm-hmm. until I was like in my uh in my twenties. Oh, really? Huh? I, I'm serious. I did not get into reading books until I was in my twenties, and then I was like, man, why didn't I ever do this when I was? So what happened in your 20s that made you read books? Well, I had, um, I was at home. Mm-hmm. I had already had a baby. Mm-hmm. So when the baby was asleep, I was like, I had nothing to do. And I, um, and I was like, man, I don't want to watch TV all the time. Mm-hmm. So I started reading books. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I like this. Oh, okay. And so I just continued it. Okay, so what's the yeah. first book do you remember? Uh, oh, gosh. I, I don't remember. First book that I ever read, mm-hmm. I, I think his name is Osteen. I want to say Osteen, but I'm not sure. But the name of the book is uh, Doc. Doc? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's The Doc or Doc. Mm-hmm. What happened in the book? Well, in this book, he's the doc. He's in a small community, mm-hmm. and he's like the doctor, and he's the one who delivers all the kids mm-hmm. in that community. In that community. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he was molesting, molesting them, and uh, a lot of the babies that uh, he brought into the world looked mm-hmm. more like him. Than, than the fathers? Than the fathers. Oh. Because they were like, um, they didn't talk about sex. So they knew nothing until they got married. Uh-huh. So when the doctor was molesting them. They didn't think anything of it. They didn't think anything of it because they didn't know. Mm-hmm. That's awful. So, but yeah. like, I am interested. I'm like, I think it's called The Doc. But anyway, he's in prison now, but he denies. Oh, this is like a true story? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. He's in prison now. I think it's also, I think it might be um, the story that they have on Netflix now. Yeah, that's what they were saying, but I got to watch it to Mm -hmm. see if it's similar to the story that I read. Mm -hmm. So... That's crazy. That was your first book yeah. right after having a baby. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And believe it or not, the book that I got, mm-hmm. somebody else had had it before. I I bought it at a um I got it at a used bookstore. Mm-hmm. No, not a, 
Was it a used bookstore? I think it was like a used bookstore. Mm -hmm. And the back page was tore off. But the front page was... It you was know, good. It was good, but the pages was bent on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it had been through some use, <laughs> it but it wasn't written in. Yeah, it, it, was was just, just, it was just love. Beat it. Love. Yeah, it was love, real a lot. It was love, <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> that is what we call tough love. But that's my first book, and I still have it. Oh really? That's yeah, I still have it. I still have that book. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when I read a good book, I want to go back and read it again. Me too. So I never get rid of it. Mm hmm Because it's a book I want to go back and reread again. Mm-hmm. I remember um, growing up, my mom had this, like, itty-bitty bookshelf. And, like, all the books were, like, hardbacks. Mm -hmm. Except for, like, the occasional paperbacks. And the, occasion the paperbacks would, like, be uh, set on top of the hardbacks. So that they weren't bent or crushed or anything. And it was just such a unique bookshelf. Because there was so many books. Mm -hmm. But somehow she made it fit on this tiny little shelf. <laughs> it was so interesting. That's so nice. My mom does not keep anything. Oh, no. Like, really? she is... She gets rid of everything. Mm -hmm. Like, if we... Like, and we moved all the time when I was growing up. So, like, when we moved, she'd be like, just put in the trash. Throw it away. We can just get new stuff. So... And then the book she had, she never, like, kept, because she does not reread books. Like, she's like, once I've read it, I'm done with it. <laughs> so she would just, like, pack them up in a box and, like, give it to, like, a nursing home or give it to, like, one of those, like, stores that resells other stuff. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't need it anymore. Why, why should, <laughs> why would I keep it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't like to give my books away. Mm -mm. I do not like to give my books away. I don't either. I, I'd like to stack I, them up. Yeah, because like I said, I like to go back and read my mm -hmm. books. So I don't like to give them away. Yeah. On my mom's shelf, is like Dean Koontz and mm -hmm. Stephen King. And I, I remember growing up thinking that Stephen King was like the coolest person ever. Because I didn't know it was a common practice to turn um, books into movies mm -hmm. so whenever um i think it was like one of the first movies i ever saw of his was called Dreamcatcher, and i remember oh, watching yeah. it and i was just like wait a minute i remember that and i went over to my mom's bookshelf i have the book and there it is <laughs> that thick book i was just like that's like, so cool that. I mean, it's really thick it's so thick took me a long time to read that book mm -hmm. and the movie was terrifying Mm -hmm. Yeah, his stuff is, it is a work of art, mm -hmm. but it is terrifying. Yeah. Because, like, I remember thinking Dreamcatcher, I'm like, oh, okay, because, you know, um, Dreamcatchers dream are, like, the Native Americans, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. little things you stick above mm -hmm. her to keep away bad dreams. This is not the mo the book movie. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the Native Americans. It, it has not. everything to do with this boy who I think is on the spectrum mm -hmm. and he's an alien and like all of these weird things are happening to his friends and like you're dying in very strange terrifying stuff from your nightmares kind of way and like they all find a way to like go back to this um kid on the spectrum and he gives them these powers to fight off this alien mm -hmm. So it has nothing to do with a dream catcher yeah. whatsoever. I thought so too. 
it had something to do with the dream catcher, but it's like totally different. Mm-hmm. It is. The first Stephen King book I ever read was Needful Things because oh, God, I wanted too. to read need I wanted to read a Stephen King book, but I didn't want to read a really big one. Yeah. I was like, I want to read something small. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like this can't be safe scary. No, it was a little like out terrifying. Because it, yeah. it's out there. It's like there's this shop that pops up. It's called Needful Things. Mm-hmm. Everything you could want is in the shop because the shop kind of transforms to mm-hmm. what you need. Oh, okay. And then it's like one of those things where like, okay, like you can't have the money. You don't have the money for pay for it. Go do this to this person. Mm-hmm. And go do this to this person. And do this to this person. Mm-hmm. And, and like get the item. Right. But it's like everything that they do ends up being like bigger and bigger to where it's like it starts off like, oh, just go like throw this rock in your window. Till it's like, okay, well, you go kill her dog. Oh, well, you, you go frame him for this. Oh, okay. I and I was like, wow. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. For the longest time, I thought um, R.L. Stein was Stephen King. Who? R.L. Stein. The one that does Goosebumps. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. Oh, yeah. Because he... Yeah, yeah. They're not. They're totally different people. See, and I thought that because I know that Stephen King writes children's books sometimes mm-hmm. under, like, a, a pseudonym. He does. I forgot what that name was. Was it Dick? Oh, it's and Beckham? The reason he had is it Beckham? I think well, it's something like that. Like, I, I know the last name is, I think it's Beckham. Because he came out with a couple books, but it's under that another name. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to do that, like, all the time because back in the day... um publishing companies wouldn't allow you to release too many, too many books at, at one time. time. Oh, so he was okay. like, okay, but I'm going to just use this fake name and release these books. Mm-hmm. And they're all very good. Yeah, I read a couple I've of heard. the books under that name and they were good. I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what book I read that was under that name. It took me by surprise when I found out it was Stephen King. But then it's one of those things you're like, uh, I can't remember. I see it. No. Clever. Mind's Eye. I think that's the name of a, one of his books. That That's not under his name. Mind's Eye? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken. What's it about? Uh, I can't remember too much. <laughs> because it, it was a long time ago that I read this book. A long time ago. So I really don't... I, I have to reread it to mm-hmm. refresh my memory. Because I'm going to say something that's not true. Mm-hmm. I think Firestarter, which is the one and only <laughs> Stephen King book I read, is good because it's not terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I said before, it's like x Many. It in is. In a way that like these um, experiments happen to these people and now they have a mutation in right. their genes and they produce these powers. Which is, like, very easy and simple to understand. There's nothing terrifying that's happening. There's nothing, like, supernatural or otherworldly. Yeah. It's just like, okay, this is... I did a good job. (laughs) I made sure I didn't scare myself. That's true. Because you could have been like, you want to eat it? And no, thank you. (laughs) Which I think they did such a terrible job with it in the movie. Because, like, I never watched the original Oh, man. But the second half of this movie that was re-released, it was like they treated... I don't know if you ever watched Harry Potter. Yes, I have. Okay, so in one of the Harry Potter movies, they were, like, having to 
they produced this entity that was like your quote unquote worst nightmare mm-hmm. and you would have to yell ridiculous at it to defeat it and I felt like mm. that's what they did with it in the second part of the movie to defeat him and I was just like that is so childish and I don't like it I, <laughs> you know what I, I'm sorry to cut you no, you're fine. I didn't care too much for it mm-hmm. I don't know I just the clown uh, thing. The clown. That... The clown thing just didn't get sit sit right with me. And, I don't mm-hmm. know why. It, I don't clown like clowns around taking kids, kids to the sewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, to the sewer. He what kid is gonna fall for that? Exactly. There's no way I'm ever like getting on my knees and I'm like, yeah, oh, a the clown in the sewer. Like, gotta yeah. be me. <laughs> yeah, never. Never. It was just a weird. Like That's whenever I think movie. of the clowns, I think of John Wayne Gacy. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like his use of the clown wasn't to like really lure children. He just liked to dress up as a clown like a weirdo. Oh, and okay. like what he was doing to little they weren't really little boys, they were teenagers that he would hire to like fix things in his house and mm. then he would do things and kill them. Oh, okay. And, like, it was said that one of the people that, one of the boys that used to work with him, mm-hmm. like, he was in his basement um, because that's where they usually go to hang out and smoke weed and whatnot. He was in the basement, and John Gacy dressed up as a clown and just popped up. And the kid was just like, that's really weird, so I'm just going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Clowns had never been my thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, never been mine either. It just the idea of it has never made sense of me to me. Like, even as a child, because I'm like, why are you dressed up? Why are you painting your face? Yeah. Like, what do you have to hide? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like out of all the things you want to be, a clown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you should be embarrassed. Like, that's the best you can choose. <laughs> Yeah, and especially with um, I don't know if you guys have seen the American Horror Story um, mm, the Freak Show. Freak Show. Oh yeah, I watched the Freak Show. They had a clown in that one too. Mm-hmm. And I was just yeah. like, you know what? This is just a sign. I need to stay away from clowns. Do you remember a couple years ago when people were dressing up as clowns? Yes. And like scaring people yes. for the sake of scaring people. Yes. Then you have a, a episode at the high school where. Somebody did that, mm-hmm. dressed up as a clown. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, because teenagers think it's funny to scare people. They do. And adults are just like, no, calling the cops. We're not doing this today. Yeah. As they should. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're getting to a close, you guys. Do you have any last minute recommendations? Perhaps a book you would want us to read, Mom, and talk about? Um, I really love The Green Mile. I, I thought that was a really good book. I think that's a book that we can read and discuss. Mm-hmm. Because um, the character that I really, well, he was the main character, John Coffey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, he was framed for a crime that he didn't commit. It's true that in the book, 
when uh, they came upon him with that child in his arms, they assumed he killed the child, but really he was trying to bring the child back to life. Mm. But when they came upon him, they it stopped the, they stopped him from doing that. And so that I think that's why the child didn't come back to life because everything else he can bring back to life. Mm-hmm. But I just think that at the time they caught him, he didn't have enough time to finish what he was doing because they assumed he he had killed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and so he was in prison for that. Was he was in uh, prison for mm-hmm. a crime he didn't commit? Okay. He was misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I hate it when that happens. And then what makes it so bad? The guy who actually killed the child that he was trying to bring back to life was in the same prison that he was in. Hmm. Wild Bill. I think his the character name was Wild Bill. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a book that your father recommended to you? Not the book, but the movie. Your oh. father recommended the movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. But I'd, I'd rather you read the book first. Then watch the movie. And then watch mm-hmm. the movie. Because mm-hmm. the movies kind of ruin books when you read when you read exactly. the opposite. Because you're like, yes. oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's really a good book. Okay. What would you recommend, Ebony? What would I recommend? Mm-hmm. Like, no rules. No rules. Okay, so there is a book that I would recommend. It is called, um, but this is like really only if you are really enjoy fantasy. Because there is like kind of a, a good amount of wor- world building to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book is called Children of Blood and Bone. Hmm. Um, it's written by Tony Ariami, mm-hmm. and it has to deal with the Orisha gods and how their and their involvement with um the people and gifting them powers and how those powers help them build their world and how it was stripped away from them and like the classism of all of that. Mm-hmm. And how these people deal with it and bring mm. back this power. Mm. What about you? That sounds Mary? interesting. I would actually, and this is my no rules, because so recently you told me that you watched Lemonade and you did not like it. <laughs> well, not watch, you listened to Lemonade, you did not like it. Yes. Now, I like Lemonade because of the poetry that's behind there, because mm-hmm. it's written by one of my favorite poets, Warson Shire. Mm-hmm. So I would like to read the poems. Of Warshenshire that are in Lemonade. Okay. And we can discuss the poems. Okay. Because I do love a good, like, poetry episode. Because I do love to read poetry because you can read it fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not so, like... Like, you can just kind of, like, get through it. Feel what you need to feel. Talk about it. And it takes you, like, a day to read. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nice, fast, simple. I like mm-hmm. it. Alrighty. Well, thank you for coming to listen to our... Mother's Day episode of Book Talk with Lucky Jones. I'm Ebony. I'm Amiri. And I'm Penny. And we hope you have a wonderful day and don't forget to celebrate your mothers.